The right? best way to explain what we're doing here is I wrote something for uh, people who are day traders. I was in a giant room full of day traders and they literally just spread out like a giant classroom and they get all pumped up and they watch CNBC, they watch different news feeds and they're then trying to decide, all right, what horse am I going to ride for the next X amount of time? And the low-level day traders are just looking at whatever's coming through the news feed to see what's there. But it's it, there's a lot of white noise because there's a lot of stuff happening. There's been a lot of talk about black boxes in stock markets and how they're affecting markets. And a black box, it looks for a whole bunch of metrics and it says, I'm going to buy this stock when this trigger is hit. And I created something a little different. I created a gray box. And that's what we've done here. A gray box means instead of it making a transaction, because you're not committed to buying any of these houses, a gray box just simply says, here's an enormous amount of data, literally changing every few minutes, as you're saying. And, and every day we get a fresh batch of it. And instead of you having to reanalyze everything through there, it's saying, here are some possible decisions you might want to make. Welcome, everyone, to the Cassandra Properties Podcast. We're going to have a lot of fun today, and we're going to get into some interesting new things that you've, you've heard me kind of breadcrumb uh, about some new app and, and technology we've been working on. Uh, we're joined by two amazing guests. Uh, one, you, you guys are familiar with, Brian McGowan. He's an associate broker here at Cassandra Properties, one of our most tenured brokers uh, here at the company. He's a commercial, industrial, and investment specialist. Um, over the years, Brian has really grown his base and branched out into these kind of vertical integrations you hear us talk about. He's, he's the owner of Stag Contracting now, uh, doing modular building in Staten Island and New Jersey, and just an overall hell of a guy. And uh, we're also joined by uh, someone new to the audience, Joe Crescenzi. Uh, he's an independent programmer, a custom software developer, and absolutely brilliant, and I mean brilliant, guy to work with. Um, I met Joe first uh, through one of his platforms. He builds custom uh, software from the ground up, and he has a platform called Vovio. Uh, and actually, I just learned eight months ago after five years, his last name is not Vovio. That's how indelibly tied it is to him. It's a software in the private sanitation field and uh, just another amazing guy and a programmer who gets it in every single way. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, Very excited. Me. Absolutely a pleasure. Uh, so, this team is currently working on a, a, a really cool software that we're super excited about but Very before excited. before we jump into the details of that um i think we should start with joe because he's new to the show you know joe the audience likes to get a sense of who you know who we are who, who do we have on the show today and and you know for someone who is so unbelievably tied and brilliant with this stuff at what point in life did you know that this is where you wanted to to operate i've <laughs> I've actually had a computer since 1979. Wow. People had a computer then. And the funny part about it was if you bought a computer in 1979, there weren't many choices, first of all. But there also was almost no software. There had not been a word processor that you could buy. The computers had almost no memory. You used cassettes as your primary storage. If you had the money, you bought a floppy disk drive. <laughs> and they stored 90K of information on them. And I actually wrote a billing program for with inventory on a computer with 90k floppies he needed to use two of them one to store the the inventory and the other to store the invoices so i was doing this while still in high school as a cocky young kid walked into a computer store and 
basically they had a sign up that said the help wanted and i was like i don't know 15 or something like, like a that. pioneer and sure. i and i literally said hire me i'm great <laughs> and at, in a short time i actually became their 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 best salesman they used to place bets on how fast i would liquidate the inventory if i came in and there were 10 computers there would be 10 sold computers by the end of that day so it was a lot of fun so i've been doing this literally since high school um and high school back then 1979 <laughs> they didn't even have computer classes they eventually created a computer class which is kind of funny i didn't take it because the teacher didn't have a computer until he bought mine used <laughs> so that would not have been uh, that would not have gone too well i kind of knew what i was doing already and, and i was selling i sold again my first software program still in high school uh for a computer with 48k of memory and a 90k floppy disk and uh, so I've been doing it ever since. I have not held a job since 1983. So I've been doing this as a passion. Uh, I often do it just because of the fun of it. And that's the point. If you can do something where you could say the thing you love to do, you can also make money doing it and never work a day of your life. So I literally enjoy the whole chase more than the, the result. So, so back then, I'm assuming you were self-taught. So oh yeah, <laughs> I couldn't have took a class in high school, and then by the time college rolled around, there were some logistical issues that were going on, and I literally had to make a decision one day, and decided the day after Thanksgiving, 1983, uh, I was working in a computer store that closed down the day before Thanksgiving. Day after Thanksgiving, a good friend of mine said, "Why don't you start your own company?" And then he did. The Computer Experience was the name of my company, and I called myself that and made almost no money, but loved it. I was doing teaching, and I did some custom software for an old Staten Island business called Wexless Furniture. I wrote them some software back then. Uh, and I was, you know, I was writing software from that point on, and uh, the, uh, the path has never changed. I've never really found a reason to change that path. I do enjoy what I do, so why not keep doing it? So, yeah. I do and when the internet came along I had a lot of fun uh, so I built some stuff uh, online too and uh, so I'm a mixture of you know a little entrepreneur and a little bit of a you know a custom I'll write something for somebody but I kind of keep that limited to things that I, I literally have to have fun with or I don't take the job so that can't be understated right Brian when we first kind of had the idea of of what we wanted to build yep. we had talked to uh, quite a few different people in in the industry and you kind of go through and it's like this robotic monotone kind of disinterested you know language barrier issues there's a lot oh, of, of reasons that that, that it, it wasn't working for us and when we sat with you you were like the money was was not even even <laughs> a, 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 on the horizon it was like you you wanted to see one was the dynamic going to work, right? Did, did we get along and was it cool? And two, did you love it? I loved it. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I think he was excited for the product that, that actually delivers change. Yeah. Change definitely, uh, I think, motivates Joe for sure. Oh, yeah. If we, if we can disrupt an yep. entire industry and, <laughs> and, and have Joe's fun doing it. it at the same time, yeah, I was all on that. Uh, and I built the prototype before, again, before we even talked about, let's mm -hmm. talk about doing some money. And, and I was like, I'm having fun with this. Why? Should I, it's like it, I sometimes feel guilty charging for the things I do because I do enjoy it. I really do enjoy it more than anything. So, and he actually um, understood the project too as well. Yeah. Most of the people we spoke with didn't understand it. They were 
brilliant with the coding aspect, but just putting the actual functionality and the coding together was, was definitely a challenge for sure. And, and Joe understood that right away. Yeah, I, I've, I've look when you're dealing with a lot of industries, the one thing I could tell you is in this industry, you have a, a lot of introverts, you have a lot of, as, as James mentioned, uh, language barriers, but it's cultural, there's yep. other things. Um, and people who get into an industry without really having that passion to start with are, are getting into it for the wrong reasons. So it, it, it uh, for me has been, uh, it was an easy fit. You know, I, I, I look for fun projects. This, from the beginning, uh, you guys have a lot of passion, a lot of passion for not just the product, but the industry itself. And I saw that when I saw how much you cared about the fact that you couldn't find anything to do this. And then you showed me what it was you're trying to do. My head said, but that's not that hard to do. Mm -hmm. So yes, maybe there are other people who have a passion, but can't say it either. Yep. But it's, there's ears and there's a mouth. You explained what you needed very succinctly, very clearly. So yes, maybe you said the same thing to some of the other developers and they didn't have ears yeah. that understood. So we have a perfect storm of that here. We yeah. have uh, we have a definite need for, for software like this. And we, we should, of course, say what the software <laughs> does. But we have built a piece of software that is uh, web-based and uh, I'm very excited about it. You guys are excited where we're going to maybe talk about it. It's still in preview, so, you, you know, we're going to maybe talk. Uh, in general. In general. Yeah. yeah. But um, suffice it to say, when this is done, I'm convinced no one is going to have anything like this uh, anytime soon. So I'm uh, even more excited about it. Yeah. So to, to kind of get into the, the, the how or why of it, right, um, Brian and I <clears throat> have done a lot of work on deals that didn't have, um, they were groundbreaking, there weren't mm -hmm. comps for it, there were, you know, we, we had to, to kind of go out of the box to um, paint the full picture, yep. right? So Brian has set multiple records uh, for highest sale comps across a, a wide uh, array of product type and has really, really, really excelled in the commercial industrial investment area. So as Brian was doing this, he started to see a need uh, for this solution, which we're going to get into in a bit. Um, but it was difficult for Brian to source certain information. And the, the way to be the best deal maker you can be is to spend a lot less time doing this stuff, right? A lot more time actually working on the deal. Um, you know, for for me, it was a completely different issue. It was looking for certain transaction types um, and not having to go and scour through the MLS constantly and not have to go through the quote-unquote hot sheets every day and look for data that uh, just because we've done it so much it, that we inferred certain mm -hmm. things by looking at those hot sheets, but uh, it didn't give us the full picture for what we were looking for. Sure, yeah. Right? So... Uh, as this started to, you know, we started to talk a little bit more about it. We said, hmm, what if there was a way that investors and agents and really any buyers and sellers, appraisers, Anybody, yeah. right, uh, could source deals and data in a format that 
was not clunky and difficult. In the instant deal identification. Yeah. So I am a tech dope, right? Like uh, we all know I this. I think it, you used to be, and I'm, you came a pretty far away. Well, I, I'm, I'm working at it mm -hmm. because you have to now. And, and I, I've, thank you, Brian. I have come a long way, but I'm still a tech dope, right? <laughs> you know, in this room, for, certainly yeah. for sure. So for me, it was super important that the software could not be something that was clunky and difficult and frustrating and so many times and not just in real estate right we see this everywhere and i think your vovio software is uh in the private sanitation field did this brilliantly it took uh, uh an audience that was not tech savvy that certainly did not have those skill sets but needed to be able to scale and track and log and identify and forecast and bill right it needed to do all these things with people who were completely disconnected from the tech side and yeah. and you mm -hmm. built it in such a way it's just flows so beautifully and it, it's while it's super wide as far as the every time like Every time we have a new idea over at this this company and we say, hey, Joe, you know, we got a great idea. We want to be able to do this, this and this. And you without fail, every single time so far you've went, oh, well, well mine does that. Yeah, I did that. In the <laughs> 80s. I did that in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. I, I built it in 1992 yeah, in and I built it old. in 1985. There you go. Right. And he just keeps uh, uh, just well, it's just in this panel it's and I'll just here. put a button and it just you're like, whoa, like, how did you possibly conceive all of these possible scenarios, build them out? and make them so fluid that for us in our industry, real estate agents, uh, the, the new wave agents are getting much better with technology, yep. but the seasoned vets are not typically, sure. right? There's a, a real disconnect. There's and definitely a gap there. For, for me to be able to navigate the system really in a simple way was super, super critical, but still deliver the high level results that you needed and the metrics you needed to understand behind the deal. Yes. Right. So Brian sees trends, right? Actually, like 14 months ago, was it Peter? 13 months ago when Brian was on, he predicted, guys, you can go yeah. out there and look it up, nailed exactly what was going to happen with M property here in, in Staten Island to a T. And exactly what you predicted is exactly what has happened. Yep. And client after client after client, you just did another deal. Um, the, the entry was somewhere in the $2 million range where, where 13 months later, you just sold it for them for almost four and a half million. Mm -hmm. And time and time again, you've seen those things, but seeing them is your gift. Sure. Being able to boil that down, right? And use what's in your head and make Joe have it come out yeah, in a that, fluid that, way that a dope like me can understand was the mission. Yeah, that, that, that's always been our challenge. I mean, we've been doing groundbreaking projects or groundbreaking sales, and how do you comp something that never existed? And how do you put data down that, that never existed? I mean, um, that, that's the whole crux behind this, this, this software is data organization. Um, it's just taking, taking one of those properties that's gonna take me 45 minutes to analyze and analyzing it instantly and just organizing the data properly that the click of a button, it, it's running all of our uh, um, scenarios. Yeah. So the, the key to all that is it's, it started with, I said to Brian, I said, uh, show me what you're doing in a spreadsheet. Because anytime you, you're doing something in a spreadsheet or even on paper, there's a formula. Always. It's a secret sauce, you might call it. And not everybody has that same depth of knowledge. And maybe, again, that's why I had some trouble dealing with 
other developers or whatever it was. But if you have something that you could do, cookie cutting, mm -hmm. even if it's with a chisel like the Flintstones and you're banging out the same cookie cutting uh, methodology, that's where automation yeah. comes in. And automation sometimes is not as easy for people to, to spot. You were very clear about what you were doing and what kind of uh, methodology you were using, but getting that data was very difficult. Yeah, uh, getting the data in, in from a traditional MLS system, even if you were to go through all their mm -hmm. bells and whistles and their, their stuff, and then export it into a spreadsheet, you'd still have to get, go in and then yeah. update all the that, numbers. That's real estate's one of its biggest challenges. Yeah. is just is data. Well, we have so much data, and we're based upon data. But uh, getting that data is the hardest thing. We're organizing it. Yeah. And then that data changes tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> so all your calculations hour, it changes. Yeah, all yep. your calculations have to start yep. all over again. So, um, you know, we have to have like dinosaur eyes where we only see things when they move, when they start to sure. change. So those that data is coming in every single day, and that is the root of what we started to build. Yeah, in. I think that helped us out breaking it down to its simple form, yeah. building that base, and then building off of there. I, I believe that's. Uh, um, a direction should take with any venture, breaking it down to its simple form. And you could do it with one, you it. could do it with many. So what we did was we took one set of data from one specific day from like July or something of last year. We ran a bunch of calculations on it. We kept it going until all the numbers added up to the way you would have done it with a pen. Yep. And that was the important thing. Then we had to deal with all the logistics. And this is probably why other people won't get into this on their own because now we had to deal with the logistics of getting that data and then pushing it through with a second set of data to prove that the calculations weren't, you know, fudgy. And then it's like, all right, now we need to have it automatically update itself every day. And that's what we've done. We've got the data every day about four o'clock in the morning. The entire thing comes over. We've got like 12 years worth of history. So comps traditionally are six months, but we could dive even deeper. Yep. Uh, we've got six months worth of data, excuse me, six, <laughs> six months of comps in most of our calculations, but the ability to see 12 years worth. So if you find that weird house in an obscure neighborhood and there's only been one sale within the last six months, look a little further. Yeah, look right. a little further. Be dynamic. And see the yeah. trend with the oldest sale from 12 years mm -hmm. ago at the bottom and the newest six or seven, and maybe a seven months or eight months or a year old. But you know, for those kinds of properties, that's what you need. Yeah, and then that's what I love about our system that, that we built here. It's dynamic. It's, it's ever changing and, and it evolves with the new data that that's being pushed over every day. Every single day is like Christmas mornings. You know, <laughs> what, what deals are out there today? It, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's looking at a hot sheet, but instead of new properties listed for sale, like what, what's a bargain today, yeah. what's on discount. Um, what can you build higher on? What, what, What's going to make me money today? So let's think about folks, if you're an agent or you're an investor, right? And you're, you know, you want to go look for, um, I don't know, a detached ranches in Eltingville, yeah. right? And uh, you're, you're someone that likes to do uh, roof raises, okay? And you, you want to buy that detached ranch in Eltingville um, at a discount to mm -hmm. the market, and you want to understand what the zoning is, sure. right? You want to know um, what the floor area ratio is, yeah. how, how much buildable area. That it has left to remaining, if it doesn't, if it's overbuilt. Yeah. Right, not only what is it, the, not only what is the lot size and the current building size, but with the zoning, how much is left over. Mm -hmm. And you want to be able to, as an agent, find these things for your buyer, right? You could set up a general safe search that doesn't get into anywhere near 
the detail, right? Mm -hmm. So now your client ends up getting email after email and property after property that doesn't meet their sure, criteria, yeah. right? And it's well-intended, but the investor eventually, inevitably, hits the unsubscribe button and you're yeah. done, They're right? They're seeing things that they want. And then on the investor side, you're conveying to the agent what you want, and you're conveying it to another agent, and you're conveying it to another agent, and you're out there kind of telling this narrative over and over and over. So imagine being able to customize your dashboard to whatever it is that your deal criteria and metrics look like, right? It was important for us not to say, well, here's how we do it. So we can certainly use that as a, a template to start, but everybody's going to have different metrics internally. Who's yeah. using bank money? Who's using hard money? Who's using internal funding? Even, even construction costs. Construction, construction costs. costs might be higher than my construction costs. And right. You can configure it that way. So the challenge became, okay, people enter this information, first of all, inconsistently, yes. right? So That's another statement. We, Data organization, <laughs> like we get back, it's just a disaster. It's a disaster. There's, disaster. There is constant errors that are, uh, we find in these formulas and and joe had to problem solve and figure out ways built the red herring the, button that's <laughs> right built the red herring button that's it for these anomalies uh you know uh, for example we can have somebody that um you know puts in a, in a listing and it's a ten thousand square foot lot and they were you know there wasn't data integrity and and they they kind of added a zero. That now blows sure. the whole comp set. Every comp in that area and would otherwise have been wrong. And right. we also flag, I mean, um, and, and give the listings integrity. If if, if this condo says 78,000 square feet, the, the person buying it should know it's not 78,000 square feet. It should be flagged. Like, before you yeah. buy this, here's what the public record says. Yeah, it's, right. It's only 2,000 square feet, so take that into account when yeah. buying. Yeah. So, so in that, in that, uh, uh, that's just the, the uh, you know something you have to be monitored yeah. on a regular basis, and we do that. Um, and then eventually, when this is available to the public, yeah. we're going to allow people if they see something that's throwing it off, hit yeah. that button. I mean, just imagine if you go buying out. gold, right? You're, you're going to go buy an ounce of gold for let's say it's eighteen hundred, two thousand. But you go buy, you pay the eighteen hundred dollar for the ounce of gold, and you find out that it's it's only a half ounce, and the person says, "Oh, I'm sorry, it, yeah. it was listed wrong." Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you already made the transaction. There's no refunds. Yeah. So. Right, so uh, the, there are so many little neat things yeah. here, and I want to touch on as many of them as we can without getting too too ahead of ourselves. So, folks, what we're going to do at the end of the show uh, is we're looking for five to ten people uh, to get a peek behind the curtain and work with us in beta to kind of pressure test yeah. the system. It will give you deals. Oh, oh the, without the, a the doubt. The first day we put this thing first on. First day, you, we, you picked uh, up a was, deal. We picked up a deal. The, fir the, the first 10 yeah. minutes, we, we yeah. clicked on the deal section. Like It was a perfect house, 60% yeah. under market value in a great area. We looked at what the comps would be if it was um, uh, fixed up. And I mean, the numbers were uh, incredible. So, so it's a valuable tool. It was handpicked with the deal genie. With the, the deal, yeah. deal genie. So Brian had, uh, to, to continue this here, because again, the audience doesn't have the knowledge of what mm -hmm. we have, of what we've built. Sure. So I want to finish the, the picture on that first scenario. So you, you want to buy ranches, detached ranches in Eltingville for 20% discount to market uh, is the, the first baseline. Uh, you would think that's simple and easy to solve for, but because of all these reasons and the challenges with inaccurate information, uh, it wasn't good enough 
for us to just say, well, you know, if they made a mistake and it's in the, the MLS wrong, it's just wrong. We said, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. So we came up with some really neat ways um, where there's a verified section where we're pulling from multiple different sources yep. and we are backstopping to ensure the data that was entered mm-hmm. is accurate and you are looking at a deal that is a 20% yep. discount to market, right? So the system will go in any metric that you want. Uh, if you're, you want to look for just detached homes at a 20% discount, or you want to look at things that are listed at market, but have more than a thousand square sure. feet of buildable FAR, or- uh, it'll, it'll even show you deals that are, are, are listed above market and where, where the price should be. So it'll definitely give you guidance on, on where to put an offer in and, and where the market stands. I mean, this works for people buying their own homes too as well. I mean, everybody goes into buying their own home is not an investment, which, which is fine if you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It, it says that uh, resident, residential homes are people's biggest liability. But this, if you're looking for a home in, let's say, Tottenville area, and you're looking to get um, uh, something a little bit below market, it, it'll definitely identify those deals too as well. Even if you're not a builder, if, you, if, you, if you're not a flipper or an, or an investor, it's, it, it makes sense to, to buy your own primary residence for, for a discount. Everyone likes to save money. So that was one of the byproducts, right? Yes. As, as we were going along, the data integrity became so amazing that I don't remember if you looked at me or I looked at you or Joe looked at me. At one we point, one of us went, wait yeah, a minute, this is a, an appraisal tool now. This is legitimately yeah. the way it that you- It makes the appraisals, uh, appraiser's life infinitely easier. Infinitely yeah. easier. And you could also trend, well, that's another topic. You could trend from this data too as well. See the forecast, see the um, um, see what, what's happening in the last year, did COVID, um, uh, negatively impact this section or did it positively impact this section? It, there, there's, there's a lot of trends and forecasts you, you could develop from the system too. So the software is not limited to residential, right? Let's no. be clear about so that. Our beta is going to be limited to residential, but the software does not, no. So if you're a builder and you want to find homes, uh, again, that, you know, um, necessity is the mother of all invention right and and that's where a lot of this started we used to drive around late at night right with our pad and we would go looking for homes that were on a large lot because we didn't have any of the data available to us that we have now even now um, there are challenges in the way the data is presented so if you're a developer that's looking for a large lot and you want to be able to build additional homes the software is taking the lot size. Mm-hmm. You applied all of the zoning metrics. All the zoning metrics. So it calculates your air rights. Yes, correct. Joe overlaid all of the different possible scenarios mm-hmm. and iterations and ways that people could possibly enter R31. Believe it or yeah. not, folks, the, it, <laughs> we looked at it today. There was 800 and something different that ways that people yeah. have misentered Typos. zoning. Um, and it will calculate for you based mm-hmm. on the floor area, the remaining floor area, yes. give you the comps yep. for that price per foot yep. and tell you, hey, uh, this is a R31 or R3A. You need a 25 or a 35 foot wide lot. This is a 7,500 square foot lot. Sure. You can get three units here. That information is not at it's your fingertips anywhere. anywhere. I mean, let's face it, new construction on Rural land in, in the New York City metro area is just it just does not exist, and 
And how do you find deals? You don't find comps by looking at land comps. No, I mean most of these uh, most of these new construction projects, you're either um, um, adding on or tearing down an existing structure. So that's technically not a land comp. It's it's um, either an old colonial comp. So it's it's breaking it down to the actual numbers that matter, which is price per buildable foot. And if you could see um, and, and trend forecast certain neighborhoods, you can see what areas are increasing, decreasing, and, and you could see by plugging in your own construction numbers too as well, if, you, if you're buying this piece at X amount uh, per square foot, this is what it costs now with our raising lumber prices, it's all adjustable, you can make money here, there, it, it, it instantly identifies all of this. And it used to take us, I mean, 45 minutes for one property just started to look up the property now, pull the proper zoning, um, do the calculation, what your air rights are, your lot widths. This allows us to do this, I mean, for every single listing. In, with with one, it's, I don't even know how fast this ever was, Joe. It was like it's, milliseconds. Yeah. It, it you is hit now. a button that says big lots. Yeah, it's not even seconds. It, it's it automatically yeah. is there. And then anything that there's some space over, let's say, 300 square feet, and yep. we can set a threshold. But as soon as there's at least 300 square, uh, square feet available, it turns yellow. Yeah. You look there and you say, oh, here's a here's a 10,000 square foot lot with 6,000 square feet available. Yeah. Well, that that you would, and that's a needle here, in, a, yeah, in a haystack. And here's your price per, per buildable foot. And this is how much it's being listed underneath market value based on price per buildable <clears throat> foot. Or you could search for homes based on price uh, per built foot too as well. Um, if you want to comp something or if you're looking for a fix and flip, uh, et cetera, or, or roof raise. So the, for, for, the thing that Joe kind of opened our eyes to that dynamically changed this was we focused on what you just said. It takes us 45 minutes to an hour after we find something. It then takes us another hour to kind of troubleshoot and find out what it is and, and does it really pencil out. You got the data that's flying around and you, you created it where we didn't even have to look for the deal anymore. Initially, this started out as, okay, how do we solve for figuring out quickly what our calculations are and making this repeatable and scalable? And you were able to take this to the next level and you don't even have to look. Now you just enter your metrics once, you save, there's different metrics for a roof raise than yep. there is for ground up, than there is for you know just straight land or whatever the different variables are, whatever your investment strategy is, you enter those metrics once. Sure. And the system, like Joe said, at 4 a.m., updates every single day, and it will tell you just when you log in, hey, here it is, this one's 40% discount to market, this one's 28, this one's 16, and all of the information based on your metrics, you're only getting those deals that match your criteria. Correct. You're not pouring and they're through. targeted. Targeted, yes. targeted. I mean, if you, if believe it or not, if you go onto Zillow, Trulia, or even Realtor.com, you can't even search by the style of home you want. You can't say, all right, I want a ranch for the for, for the older couple who wants less stairs. Uh, I want a colonial because you like the, the older look or that style setup. Or uh, if you need a beach, I want a cape. You, you can't even... You can't even search by that on any on any platform on the internet right now, which is to me absolutely absurd. I um, love when I hear stories like that as a developer. It, it I sounds say, Why crazy, aren't they right? there? Yeah. yeah what yeah. They if for? I'm an older couple and I want no stairs, I mean, how are you going to search for a property right now? Yeah. It, it, there, there's no metric that that allows that. Yeah. Uh, so breaking it down so granular, um, um, it like you said, by attrition, other values and other uses came 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 of this of this system we created. As I'm thinking about that, 
That is absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. no way. How many calls have you gotten during your career? Yeah, I want you someone to be on no stair. Yeah. I have to of be course. on one floor. My knees are getting bad. Uh, and how do you search for that? You can't. you can't. It's just all visual at that point because you're looking at pictures. And My mind is blown whenever yeah. I hear that. Yeah. It really is. And, and that's probably because a lot of people, when they ask for something, they... Like I did some business with uh, uh, some o offshore software uh, companies and they'll build you whatever you ask them for, but they're not seeing what it is. Right. So you guys are like the architects mm -hmm. and I'm the builder, but I'm also an architect. So it, I, I think um, it seems funny that there haven't been many other people thinking of doing, you know, building a better mousetrap, but I think we've clearly gone down the right path to get there. Um, it's still unknown how far we can and will expand it, but it's yeah. it's going to keep growing. Well, that, that's also uh, what we found out, too, is this is definitely going to disrupt um, deal finding in the industry. No question. I mean, I, I, I guarantee if this uh, system is implemented in, in certain areas or, or neighborhoods or or cities, it's 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 going to change the comps. It's, it's going to spur activity from, from investors investing in that area with, with without a doubt. If you can identify all deals in a certain section, I mean, there's going to be a flood of investment there um, very, quickly, there's, very quickly. There's there's no question about it. The, the What we thought we knew, mm -hmm. we came to find that the data doesn't lie. And certain things that we looked at, and, and at first blush, we'd be like, that's not a good deal. Yeah. And then you dive into it and you go, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, yeah. not, not, that isn't, it's exactly what it said. It was a 38.2% sure. discount to market. And, and guys, it's, it's, we're not, you know, we haven't built something here where it just gives kind of these general metrics and, and that's it. There's a button you click and it spits out all of the comps, sure. all of the pictures, all of the data, everything you would need to, if you wanted to make a further, you know, revision or edit. Well, you know what? I'm not sure this one quite applies. You know, maybe I could take this one out where we're, we're sharing with you the full set of data. So you understand precisely how we arrived at what we arrived sure. at. And by going back historically past six months, it another neat tool when I forgot the format, but when you put it in the format where I was able to see all of them like yeah, listed sure. out, they change color once they're beyond six months. So they're at least there. Sure. Because maybe they are part of that factor. It yeah. allowed you to forecast. Yeah. You oh, started yeah. You to see, see a trend, yeah. especially right? if you go back to the bottom where yes. it's 12 years mm -hmm. ago. Yes. And you see, wow, there, there was $200 a square foot, then it went to 250 then it went to 270 sure. And then you could see it may be a break point when, when the markets may have dropped. Uh, and again, just because it's got depth, I think when you look yeah, at yeah. a traditional MLS system, you usually can't go past a certain number no, of months. Or, or yeah, or, we, or we could forecast or, or trend a ranch in Great Kills, let's say. Yeah. That granular. It's not just it the right the Great Kills real estate speed. market. Yeah, what no, will it's it be? This style home in, uh, which would tell you, right, you have more uh, of a younger crowd moving into this neighborhood or an older crowd uh, who's looking for, for this product. So, for example, um, what we're finding now, too, as well with ranches, people are willing to pay a higher price per square foot for a ranch yes. because of um, um, the, the, the ease of, of stairs and, and the mm -hmm. flexibility the space offers to yep. certain couples. So sure. it's um, certain style homes, if you're a builder, too, as well, it will forecast and, and tell you what the market is paying for. So the high housing typology, it gets it gets that far into the weeds. And like you said, it will help you identify that a, a, a comp is not just a comp. A, a tutor, 
or a ranch or whatever different style of colonial, they all are not created equally, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And there's different trends within each market and just the way the data is presented, it gives you the unbelievable ability to see back and forward without spending the maddening time to pour through the hot sheets every day and try and find out if you hit on something or if you didn't, it presents it for you. Now, the next step is you click a button and you can submit an offer. The best way to explain what we're doing here is I wrote something uh, about 2007 or eight for uh, people who are day traders. Now a day trader, I was in a uh, giant room full of day traders and they literally just are just spread out like a giant classroom and they get all pumped up and they watch CNBC, they watch different news feeds, and they're then trying to decide, all right, what horse am I going to ride for the next X amount of time? And the, the, the low-level day traders are just looking at whatever's coming through the news feed to see what's there. But it's, it, there's a lot of white noise because there's a lot of stuff happening. So there's been a lot of talk about black boxes in, in, in stock markets and how they're affecting the markets. And a black box, it looks for a whole bunch of metrics, and it says, I'm going to buy this stock when this trigger is hit. And I created something a little different. I created a gray box. And that's what we've done here. A gray box means that instead of it making a transaction, because you're not committed to buying any of these houses, a gray box just simply says, here's an enormous amount of data, literally changing every few minutes, as you're saying. And, and every day we get a fresh batch of it. And instead of you having to reanalyze everything through there, it's saying, here are some possible decisions you might want to make. Uh, and it's just there for you. So it, it's like a little black box, but it, it's not buying the houses. You still get to make the decisions. Sure. You still get you to search do, how you want to search. Yes. And you do your due diligence off of that. But at least instead of you looking at a pool of 500 or five, whatever, you're, you're looking at just the choice selections sure. and then you narrow it down from there. And so if you, instead of having to look through uh, just randomly, I mean, for pretty much you'd almost have mm-hmm. to do that. Uh, and just say, you know what, what's in this price range? And that's where your starting point is. So here's a better better way to go. Here are the ones where the price per square foot is significantly lower than the rest. And then you can still get out your other uh, computations. Yeah. And the, the, what we're hoping to do is improve those computations. So that yes. let's say you do level one. And again, it's like your gray box. It's, it's taking this giant funnel, like in a sales lead, of possible things. And it narrows it down to, let's say, 10 that you really want to seriously look at. And then over time, you're going to find something that you like to do with those last 10. And then where the real magic happens is we then try to refine that even more. So that maybe once we get through that part of the funnel, what is your other criteria that would also be sure. what you want to do there? And, and when you have a perfect storm of price per square foot, at a good ratio and extra space where you can build on a piece of land because sure. it's got space. Now you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you're hitting three marks. Boom. You gotta buy it. Yeah. I mean, if a builder comes to me and say, hey, Brian, uh, I want to do some roof raises and in the click of a button, I could send him 200 listings with 1500 square feet available left to build or more. Yeah. I mean, how valuable is that? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Like just, just, in the click of a button. I, I want to go over yeah, that sure. again. Like, cause you what are. you just said is so ridiculously yeah. powerful. Yes. Right. A, a builder wants to build roof raises and they want to have the ability to add a thousand square feet. Yep. 
500 for an extra son, but whatever. Well, whatever the any metric you needs want. to be able to build three whole units. Any metric you want. You have a, a, a tiny house on mm -hmm. a 15,000 square foot lot yep. with with a, with 10,000 available, and they've mm -hmm. only built on 2,000 sure. of it. There you go. It's not just making a bigger house. It's making several houses. Sure. For the agents out there, think about how powerful that is. Sure. Being able to send to your buyers in real time the moment that it's hitting, the exact criteria that they want. They'll get a text message right to your phone. This, whatever your criteria said, it was just listed. When every single agent sees that listing, that investor, the buyer, or the agent will be able to see it too as well in real time. And, and you know what's funny about that is that's proof of concept. Speed. That's the name of the game, speed. I mean, especially in this oh, market, yeah. what's going on here in, in, in New York and yeah. New Jersey, if, if you're not quick enough, you're not getting the deal. Yeah, you're not. This underscores what happened to us in that early stage. As I mentioned before, what we originally did, we took a capture of data from one specific week in July, and we just kept using that to refine our formulas and our methodology. And then what was becoming apparent to us at that point was when we would go in and test it, we would then, you know, sometimes click through to the actual MLS site and like maybe a third of them were gone. Yep. By a week or yep. so later. Proof of concept right oh, there. Which yep. we knew that, th that there were other Proof people concept, yep. that saw the value in it just as much as we did. So knowing the fact that, you know, if you do let some of those deals sit for more than a week or two, they're gone. And yep. that's exactly what happened. And we had to actually escalate how quickly we brought in new data because, yeah, that was... Uh, you, it's proof of uh, of concept writ large. And guys, I would definitely oh, sign up to, to to beta test this because there, there there's deals out there. I mean, oh god, yeah. you'll you'll see instantly uh, where the deals are, and you, you're going to be scratching your head like, wow, um, I don't have to be a real estate pro, or even if you are a real estate pro, it's just going to save you time. Yeah, it's going to save you time, make things easy, and uh, I, um, I I can't urge you guys enough to <laughs> test this thing out. Um, we're excited to select a few people to do that. Yeah. And even for the even for someone who's not necessarily looking for a, a, a huge discount, yeah. just even looking for a certain type of property, I think we're still doing that yes. better than uh, sure you know, than, than someone doing it on their own by hand. You know, well, we're 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 verifying the data. We're giving it to you in the format that you specifically the format that you're requesting, and we're doing it in a way that is so simple. Sure. You know, so folks, when you're logging into this. Um, for example, I go into my dashboard and it goes from biggest discount to the, the least discount. That's how we have it set up. And you see each listing and on the bottom in highlight, it says minus 48.2%. That's the discount of yes. the list price, minus 22.1%, minus 8.6%. Right on up to some of them, of course, as you know, are plus yep. 10%, some plus 20%, plus 30%. And it's, it smacks you in the face. Sure. It's like, whoa, okay, is this really? You click on the button, it then gives you the full comp set, how we arrived at those numbers, verifying the data, next button, buy it. And, and this, is not, an offer. this is not giving you a Zillow's estimate either. This is, that's what we wanted to, uh, what, I was, yeah. wasn't sure if I was going to say it, but <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you did. No, yeah. the, that's the what we wanted to get away from. Zillow's estimate is evil. I mean, I've had so many people, oh, my house is worth $2 million, or um, uh, th this house is worth $5 million. I'm like, unfortunately, a Zillow's comp, uh, comp set, they're, 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 they're uh, awful. Their data points and algorithms are 
god awful. They're they're not granular uh, granular at all, and they're misleading, quite honestly. And it, uh, I feel bad for some people because some people's homes are actually underlisted, and some people have homes are actually way inflated and and over overcomped. This is data deal verified. Yes. Values just targeted. It's yeah. Precise. So. As we started to go down this rabbit hole, like a, a whole bunch of other little neat things started to fall out, right? Yeah, you get sidetracked. Side, right? so we could do this now. We could do this now. You, yeah. you see it all unraveling. So we've got a bunch of, of other automations um, that should make paperwork and make other things without getting too in, too in yep. the weeds, right? Yep. That should make the paperwork and the process a heck of a lot easier for agents um, and for investors. Again, the the... The goal was accuracy, precision, speed, get the deal makers making deals, get the investors making investments, and let technology do the rest. Yep. Because we do have well, all let's those use tools. It. We have it. <laughs> let's use it. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we're, we're still lagging behind most other industries as far as technology. And I mean, because we're all data and, and yeah. data organizes technology. So data. Yeah. The real estate market, uh, the real estate industry, rather, without a doubt, is has been lagging. There is a lot of great stuff out there, but a lot of it's clunky and, and it just, you can tell that it was, it, it was built by a programmer yep. without having back to that the industry idea. in mind. And that's the difference. Having Joe with that amazing smile and, and you know, it, unbelievable it's, enthusiasm. It's teamwork. It is teamwork. Cause as I said, uh, you guys are, are, are truly the, uh, the architects, I, again, bring my level of... Uh, You're definitely an architect as well. I'm an architect yeah. too, but that's yeah. what I'm saying, though. If, if you only have an architect... Like, think of it if you're building a real house, and yeah. you're, you're, you're an architect, and you hand it off to a builder who literally follows nothing but mm -hmm. what's written there. You end up with a, with a house where if the, the guy building it doesn't really have a head for the way things should sure. be built, he'll build it the way the architect did. Have a, if you have an architect as a builder... Now you, you, you're, it's like where one plus one become three. Yep. So we, we, we expand on each other. And I think that's why we work so, so well as a team. I, I try to take what you have thought out and it's extremely well thought out. And, and then, and then some, you know, we want to do something more than that because again, it's like, and I've seen this with other, other pieces of software and other things where you tell somebody, you know, you ever see the movie Spinal Tap? <laughs> No, a long time ago, yeah. But there's it, a no. scene in there where where they're 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 sketching out on a napkin that they want to build Stonehenge on this on the stage. So they hand the the diagram to this guy, and he says, "Here you go. This is what I want you to do. Build me this." And then the guy built exactly what he wanted to, but it was in, it was it was twelve inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> because he built exactly, what he did, but that's what you wrote. This is exactly what you told us to build. So if you if you don't look at it as an additional architect should look at it you yeah i could have built that's why exactly it works so the good, way yeah. you asked for it and and if we don't expand on it um then yeah we're, we're kind of built into a corner so i'm looking forward to where this is going and as i said from the very beginning i only really take on projects if they're fun and i'm i'm only just getting started hey, you said you said we're that day one yeah before before we even discussed it you said that day one which, yeah, which i gave you credit gotta for. be fun or that. i'm not doing it yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And well, I, I see the passion in, in what you have both wanted to bring to this project, and it's, it's contagious. 
and I hope that uh, you know some of my uh, uh, my spirit goes along in both directions because that's how this thing will keep growing. We'll just keep making this thing do things we never even anticipated sure. on day one. It's already happening. Yeah, we've already like it's we already brought on the, yeah. the zoning thing like yeah. a few weeks ago. That was a that was a, a major thing, and then seeing how wow, there's so many of them that actually have this space mm-hmm. there, and finding them on your own would have been well just random you yeah. know it's right there you have to have extensive real estate knowledge and time yeah. uh, or or you couldn't do it uh, yeah. now anybody with without that knowledge and uh, can do it and instantly yeah yeah and so we're bringing in things like public records yeah. and we're finding that sometimes an agent puts in their data wrong mm-hmm. and at least they have the ability to look at the public records sure and in some cases important. we're finding out that the agent is just carbon copying whatever he saw in the public records and uh, mm-hmm. and in that case they did the best they could because the public yep. records were wrong. And when that happens, we just simply mark it as a red herring. Mm-hmm. Still look it over, still yep. consider it, but mm-hmm. it won't be part of the formula. So if we have a formula that says, here are 16 properties that were sold um, with an average of this price. If that 17th property is, as we saw on literally day one of, of our prototype, we saw something that was a, uh, uh, like, a, was it a co-op? I think yeah. it was, a, yeah, it was a co-op and they used the square footage of the entire like 12 story thing. Yes. Which then dragged down immensely all other 16 yep. averages. Yep. Or a little red herring and button drops that out of it, the equation. It gives you, well, it will give you a confidence score and it will definitely negate what every buyer fears is buyer's remorse. So, I mean, if, if you're going into this deal with a certain level of confidence, you feel comfortable that, that, that all the data is matching up, all the public records are matching up, you, you can go into the deal prepared and, and not have that, oh man, what did I just do? This yep. is the biggest um, financial purchase I've ever made in my lifetime and now I gotta <clears throat> deal with this or it's not what I thought it was. Well, Brian, part of the problem is, is that in the industry, sometimes when you ask for a CMA or you ask for comps, mm-hmm. You're, you're only getting what you're being allowed to see. Correct. We're going to be candid, right? Mm-hmm. And that is, that's a tough thing to, sure. to accept. So this gives you transparency into everything. Sure. Yeah, the way it's we have not, it set up now is the, like the six-month industry standard. If, yeah. if you see this house in, in, in Great Kills, this ranch, and you want to see the comps within the last six months that are direct comp, you click a button, they're there. You'll yeah, see yeah. everything that is sold in your area. There's no selective omitting. If you're omitting. listing your house, it's going to tell you. Uh, um, obviously, comps are subjective because it's a free market. So, no, um, some your opinion on this house, you'll pay seven hundred. I might only pay six six fifty. Mm-hmm. But we're going to give you a, a pretty a pretty real number on where to buy it or where to sell it to as well. So, I mean, depending on the lens you want to look through this software with, there's so many different uses yeah. uh, for end users. And I've, and I've put a couple of uh, new things in that we're still dabbling with to change the the lens of the comp. And I, th- I think one of the things that's going to be in our next iteration, we talked about the possibility and probability that certain types of uh, comps are, are just not the traditional yeah. ones. Like if there's an apartment, it's going to follow a different set of rules than a semi and, and a, uh, what was the other one? We had a semi. Fully attached apartments. Yes, yeah. there's townhomes, right. there's garden apartments, there's the condos, yeah. there's, there's right. many, so, many, yeah. So there's no reason to use the same formula for those comps, but it, it still needs to have sure. its own little nuances in there. So, uh, and that's probably why those yeah. estimates are, are as messed up as they are. They're probably With just saying, all right, uh, a two family in, in, 
New Springville, and that's maybe yeah. all they're doing. Yeah. They're, and not, they're not looking another, deep enough. Another thing to blow your mind, there, there's no other um, searchable system or, or software that allows you to search um, like condo styles or like, like um, uh, b bigger buildings. Like in New York City metro area, we have countless apartments, condos, et cetera, and everything is jumped uh, – jumbled up and labeled into one big thing in in every single in every single search system that there is out there if you are a, a new york city metro investor or flipper this is going to break down even condos apartments right high rises views, and garden apartments right views, what floor that you're um, on all of those things don't get calculated you, for in the estimate. yes yes everyone forgets about condos and metro areas about their investments too if you want to search for a deal in Miami that you're going to rent out or flip it or whatever, or leave and live in it. Um, it's yep. going to tell you if it's a deal or not. So we're at a point where we've got, um, we've got enough humming uh, that we want to bring in some outside eyes and pressure test it and tweak it up and get it ready because we do want to come to market on this um, hopefully by the end of the year. So anyone out there who's interested um, in, and jumping on board and giving it a shot. Uh, why don't we go around the table here, Joe? Uh, if, if anyone, and beyond this, of course, if anyone needs a, a, a programmer uh, or a, a custom, really not a programmer, a custom software solutions guy, he, he is your man. It's got to be do people, fun. Yeah, and it's got to be fun. <laughs> Amen. Fun. How do people get a hold of you, Joe? Uh, you could use Joe at Vovio, V-O-V-I-O.com. Joe at Vovio. All right, Brian, how do people get a hold of you? Yeah, I'm Brian at CassandraProperties.com. It's B-R-I-A-N, and Cassandra with one S, as you can see in the sign up there. And for me, folks, same thing, James at Cassandra. You guys have all my information out there. Check out the website or drop us a note on any one of our profiles. You can reach out to any one of us, and uh, we'll, we'll try and fold you into the program. And you're going to get the benefit, day one, of having deals. Yeah. Like, it's going to show you deals as soon as you log on. As soon as you log on, you're going to see the deals, and, and, <clears throat> and you, can, you can start to go from there. So is there we anything else mention, we wanted to hit? We should just mention that uh, in, our, in our first beta, uh, it's Staten Island only. So yes. Staten Island only, correct. So we did mention you know, Miami and so forth. Yeah. Our, our, our vision mm -hmm. is to eventually bring in other MLS uh, data. The, the uh, formulas are probably mm -hmm. going to be very similar, but they'll also be they will know, change. potentially... Like, we're dynamic. Yes. yes. It will potentially change for certain parts of it. Uh, but, you know, we're going to start off by... Uh, it's residential in in uh, Staten Island. And eventually, mm -hmm. we're going to add all the other different types. We'll do it. We're going to do commercial land and yep. commercial and the, and the formulas may change. Land, yeah. yeah, the, the formulas they, they, will they change. Will, they will change, yes. But the platform will give you that starting point. Correct. And for now, we will be testing that one group. Well, you built this in a, a scalable way where the API feeds, there are certain metrics that are being fed in across all of the systems. Doesn't matter if it's an MLS in Ohio or if it's a, an MLS in Los Angeles or here in Staten Island, there are certain metrics that are consistently fed and are relevant that we knew we needed. So we built this in a way where we can plug in other MLSs as we scale this. And of course, the investors will change their individual uh, calculations, but we'll update the zoning for those relevant districts and so we'll on. Down, yeah. But outside of that, we're ready to roll. Yeah, so we're going to be creating uh, essentially the equivalent of a white glove service because we know that even using easy to use software for someone who's kind of uh, tech shy, um, if you just tell us, hey, this is what yeah. I'm looking for. 
we can literally take whatever formula you may have. You say, look, I only want houses in this area, this area, and this area, but only this style and this type, you know, one family, two family, et cetera. We can make that a button yeah. so that you don't even have to deal with how do I configure it to just do that and, and, and remember, oh, I forgot to check this one or that one. No, we can literally one button and it takes you just to that one feature. Oh, this is super our, exciting, uh, guys. Yeah. I'm really, really, really happy to be on this journey with you guys. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, I, I, in my heart of hearts, I know that we're doing something that's going to disrupt the industry. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And having fun along the way. Absolutely. <laughs> well, as always, folks, we appreciate your time. Uh, check us out. You know the drill. All the platforms, all the good stuff. I hope everybody out there is uh, going to enjoy the summer, do a little traveling, maybe get out and stretch our legs a bit. It's been a tough run. Uh, everyone out there, please stay safe.